You're about to listen to Grace Pills by Reverend Josh Lai, lead pastor at Caris Center International. Reverend Josh Lai is a preacher of the gospel of the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Be blessed as you listen. As a full expression of the Godhead. Whatever God is, that is his word. For he has magnified his word above his name. I believe God transforms. His word transforms me. I believe God is healing. His word heals me. I believe God is provision. His word provides for me. I believe God is protection. His word protects me. Whatever I believe God is, I believe his word shall perform in my life today. I can never be the same. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. I've been speaking regarding what the resurrection of Christ means to the believer. Amen. All right. And I started off by saying the first it confirms the truth of scripture. Is that right? And then secondly, I said that it proves the gospel to be true. And then, did I do the third? Okay, what was the third? That Jesus is the son of God. Wonderful. Great, 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 great. Did I do the fourth? Okay, so what was the fourth? That is defeated war war and then i'm sure i did the last <coughs> uh, this one uh, which was that one the fifth yeah what was that we are justified before god praise the lord did i finish that yes i did praise the lord so we are justified before god and therefore what it means is that God is not angry with you. If you are a believer, God can never be angry with you. Why? Because Christ has justified you. You did not justify yourself by your works. So it is not your works that justify you. Somebody worked for you to be justified. Somebody worked for you to be freed. Oh, praise the Lord. So don't try to work again to free yourself. Because you are not bound in the first place. Oh, praise the Lord. You are free. What it means is that you have free access to God. Anytime. Any day, any hour, any moment. So those days when you would have to do certain rituals before you go into prayer, those days are gone. Are you here with me? Because you are actually carrying God inside of you. 
So anytime you look at yourself and you feel unjustified, what you are actually saying is that the Holy Ghost no more lives inside of you. Any day you feel unjustified, that is what you are actually trying to say. That the Holy Ghost no more lives inside of you. So, don't let anybody make you feel unjust. Because you didn't work for it. There is no way your work would have to achieve it. Did you understand that? Yes. You didn't work for. When we were yet sinners. Christ died for us. Okay. All right. All right. The next one is going to explain this further. Further. What does the resurrection of Christ mean to us? The next says we are united with Christ. We are united with Christ. So, the lady may be walking on ground. She didn't have any car. Hello? As a matter of fact, she may be staying in her family home with her parents. But from that day, the man's car, the man's house, lady, say it. Now, when she's saying it, she said, our house. Our car, our business, because of the law of identity, they have become one. That is what Christ made you. You and Christ have become one. Everything that belongs to Christ is yours. That is what the resurrection brought you and I. Oh, praise the Lord. And that's why you don't need to be afraid when you are asking. Yes. Listen to me very carefully. Forget about the man-woman. Because men are limited. Men are not generous enough. But you are dealing with this good God. Oh, praise the Lord. I say you are dealing with this word. Right from the beginning, he said, everything I've made was good. Because it's only good that is in him. So his nature is goodness. He said, even your earthly father who are wicked, when you ask them for bread, they, would they give you stone? You ask them for fish, would they give you a snake? He said, how much more? Your heavenly father. Who has become one with you? What would you ask him? And he would deny you. He will never deny you. Because you are one with him. Your property is his. His property is yours. You share inheritance together. You are in union with Christ. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, praise God. Look at 1 Corinthians 1.30. 1 Corinthians 1.30. 1 Corinthians 1.30. Let's all read together. Go. But of him, 
you are in Jesus, Christ Jesus, who became for us wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. Oh, praise the Lord. Ah, so Jesus became wisdom for us, righteousness for us, sanctification for us, and redemption, freedom for us. Oh, praise the Lord. So when you are walking, you are walking wisdom. You can never walk in confusion. You are wisdom personified. When you speak, you speak the wisdom of God. When they see you, they see the righteousness of God. When they see you, they are seeing the sanctified man. And when they see you, they see the man and the woman of freedom. Are you understanding me? It's time we change our words together one with our sins. Don't ever look at a man or a woman that is born again and call them certain names. You see, don't forget who they are in union with. No matter how you think you see them, look at the one they are married to and give them some respect. Are you here with me? Are you here with me? The worst you can say to them is, can you please do something good? Like, um, um, the husband or the wife of Jesus Christ. Are you getting the point? Uh-huh. This is not deserving of the wife or the husband of Jesus Christ. I think that's all you can tell them. But don't call them names. Are you hearing me? Yes. Don't call them names. Because anything you call them, you are calling the husband the same. You are calling Christ the same. Oh, do you understand the point? Listen to me. The reason why most of us are not able to forgive is because when people do one thing or the other, we identify them with what they did. So we define them by their mistake. We don't define them by their identity. Your mistake is not your identity. But of whom you are in Christ Jesus, who became for us wisdom from God. And if you are in union with him and his wisdom from God, I am wisdom personified. He became the righteousness. I am also righteousness personified. I am sanctification personified. And I am free because I've been redeemed. So if you make a mistake, it doesn't mean that is your nature. That is your identity. These are your identities. And you need to align with them, yes. But when you make a mistake, it doesn't change the fact of who you are. Even a bad man does something good. When an armed robber 
who kills everybody. When they go home, they, they have pity on their mother. And they give their mother money to go and do shopping. But they are killing everybody. But they are able to do something good. Oh, are you here with me? It doesn't define who they are. Because they did one good. In the same way, when you also make one mistake, as a righteous man or woman, it doesn't define your identity. You are in union with Christ. Praise the Lord. As Christ is, so are you. Make sure that consciousness is so strong that nothing puts you down. Tell them, know who you are. When Christ resurrected, when Christ resurrected and you received him, you are in union with him. Praise the Lord. Can I go to the next? We have a living hope. We have a living hope. By the resurrection, we have a living hope. Oh, Jesus. Being forgiving of our sins and justified before God gives believers tremendous hope. What Christ did is to change us from being the enemies of God. Or the objects of wrath into objects and images of favor. Praise the Lord. He forgave our sins. Freed us. And now we are in favor with God. And God favors us on every side. And we have a living hope. Somebody say living hope. First Peter chapter 1 verse 3 to 4. I want you to read it with vim. Everybody go. According to his great... No, you are not reading it with vim. You are reading, but you are not reading with vim. Read it like you, you, you understand what you are reading. Go. According to his great mercy, he has caused us to be born again to a... To a... To a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. To an inheritance that is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading. Oh, so you read this and you cannot rejoice. It's either that it is theory for you. And you, are, you don't really understand it. Or you don't take it in. You know, we read stuff. But it is far from us. Because we don't personalize it. My brother, my sister, listen. You have an eternal inheritance. That cannot perish. 
that is undefiled. That doesn't fade away. And it is kept in heaven for you. Oh, praise God. Wow. Wow. He is describing what I am made of. What I have. So, as you see me so, sitting right by your side, maybe you may not like my clothes. Or you may not like my cologne. Or you may not like my face. It doesn't matter at all. My body may not be the way you like it. But I have a spirit. I have a spirit. That is unperishable. That is undefiled. That is unfading. That is secured for me. Oh, praise God. You see, unless you think that when you die, you die. You, you know, that's what some people think. If you can't tell where you came from, you can never tell me that death is the end. Get it? Listen to me. When you see manufacturers make products, all the products they make are the same. They don't have different genes and different identities. Is that true? Hello? Is that true? What it means is that when a plastic rubber is made, they have the same plastic rubber when it is reproduced. But human beings don't come like that. That if they are twins and they came from the same womb, they still have different genes and identities. So you can't tell me your mother just produced you. You see, you came from a source that is so spiritual. That is beyond human understanding. So you can't conclude that if you die too, you are dead. And then it is done. It's a joke and a fluke and a deception on your imagination. You can try to deceive yourself for some time. But when you are alone, it will catch up with you. And that is why when you hear stuff like this, you walk with confidence. Because the same who gave you life 
the same has given you a new identity. And that identity is unperishable. It's undefiled. It's unfading. Don't let anybody ever tell you that something that you've done or did or maybe will do will change this fact. Can't you see the identity? It's imperishable. It is undefiled. Obeying to me in Guhufu. When Christ does something, no man can undo it. No man can mess it up. Christ has done a perfect work in you. He said, you are complete in him. Oh, praise God. Tell the next person, you have a living hope. So when you hear someone say, mi wana sa, oh, mi wana sa. Then you are dancing to it. When you die, then it is done. No, it's a lie. But thank God we have a living hope. Oh, praise the Lord. Yesterday I saw something on Facebook and somebody said, yes, hell was created just to put fear in people. Yes. Yes. It was, it was, now a hell has become a panic, uh, 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 this thing, creation. It was created to create panic. Mm. So what I say is that um, tell me what I lost. If even it is not so, tell me what I lost. What did Christ take from me? He rather added to me. So if truly there's no hell, what did I lose? Then what did, what did I lose? So let's take it that, yes, he said, there's no hell. What did I lose by giving my life to Christ? So I'll better do that rather than go and find it is true. I, listen to me. That's what I do. When I sit down, I think a lot. I just think. I just think because I always want to defend my faith. And that's what every believer should do. Are you getting the point? Because these days they will throw so many things at you. And make you feel hopeless and useless. You have a living hope. I said you have a living hope. It is not a dead hope. As a matter of fact, look at the one who has made the promise. And you can judge whether the promise is good. That's why you have a living hope. Now, human beings give you promises, it is not a living hope. They can give you a promise today and turn their backs tomorrow. But you are talking about this God. When he makes a promise, 
he makes it good. Oh, praise the Lord. Tell the next, I have a living hope. My inheritance is sure. It is imperishable. Undefiled. In the name of Jesus, it shall never fade. Give a clap offering to Jesus. Tell the next person, we will be raised like him. That's the next. You see, we will be raised like Christ. Oh, amazing. We will be raised like he was raised from the dead. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 20. But now Christ is risen from the dead and has become the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. He has become the model. The first fruit is like the model. The first product to show the others to come. How he was raised from the dead was the first kind. To show how the other kinds will also be raised from the dead. Oh, hello. So you see, you and I who have believed in Christ Jesus, we shall also be raised from the dead like he was raised. That's why he says he is the first word, fruit. So when you die, you shall be raised. You shall be raised into eternal glory. And that is why you have a living hope. Are you understanding the point? You'll be raised. It is not finished. So somebody say, okay. So, I, so I, you know, I thought about it. My mom died of cancer. It is a body. But her spirit was intact. Oh, praise the Lord. Are you getting the point? Somebody was swallowed by the sea. No, it is the body that was swallowed. But her inherit the, their inheritance in the spirit is intact. Oh, praise God. It doesn't matter the way you die. Christ died the most shameful death. So it became the good example. Because in those days, in that tradition, that was the most shameful death. To be nailed to the cross shamefully like firing squad during the JJ period. And this one is not just giving you boom and then you die. No. They will first give you lashes. You carry your own cross. People beating you, spitting on your face. You become everybody's And when they finish, they nail you. They drive nails 
inches in depth into your hands. Die. And you don't die just there. You know how you die. Slowly, in pain. You watch Chinese films and you see Kilasla punishing one of his people that betrayed him. And you know how they do it. The guy is coming with one eye. And they want you to tell the truth because you betrayed them. And they pour acid in your face. You know that thing. Sometimes they put you through electricity and begin to shock you. Christ went through much more than that. But yet, he rose again. (laughs) So forget about the way they died or the way you will die. It doesn't change the fact of you being raised. You shall be raised again. Oh, praise the Lord. You shall be raised again. I said you shall be raised again. You shall be raised again. You see, there are so many things they use. You are a Christian. Look at the way this, your uncle died. Look at the way this. So they make you feel like, oh, God has disappointed you. Oh, God has. And some of you, the moment that happens, you lose your faith. Listen to me very carefully. God has given you his best. Do you know his best? He gave you Christ. That was the best gift. It is not the money. It is not the marriage. They are good. But that is not God's best for you. God wants to secure your eternity. This one is just temporary. Some people ask Jesus, So when we go to heaven, who is going to take my brother's wife? Jesus said, I'm sorry. There, there's no marriage. So forget about, you see, some of these things are able to make you so, you you, you look at the unbeliever and you rather envy them. It looks like they are secured now. It looks like. It seems like. Yours is a sure fact. It cannot be changed. Listen to me. Don't put your hope on things that are transient. Seriously. My care and your care should not be in things that perish. He will raise those who are falling asleep. Tell them I shall be raised up. Tell them like you you mean it. Look at 1 Corinthians 15, 21 to 22. Let's already go. For as by a man came death, 
by a man has come also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die. This is self-explanatory. We were not to die. Somebody sinned. So now we die. So God said, okay, let me balance the equation. Christ, come. And cancel it. So now death is not a state for me. No, it's a transition. Oh, praise the Lord. It's simple. It's simple. Listen to me very carefully. Did I sin before death came? Who sinned? Eh? So why do I accredit Adam's sin to my, to my death? And I truly die. And when I tell you that because of Christ you will not die, that one is far-fetched. Why? When Adam sinned, you were not there. But because you came out of the Adamic race, death caught up with you. So you will die. But he says, no. I am canceling it. There's only one condition. God has come like man. So he can cancel the Adamic race. So anybody that joins the Jesus' race, though they die, yet shall they live. Oh, praise the Lord. Is this complicated? Give me the next scripture. First Corinthians 15, 42 to 44. All of us, let's read it together. Go. So also is the resurrection of the dead. The body is sown in corruption. It's, it's raised is what? In incorruption. So you don't make a mistake. Say so it is raised in corruption. It is raised in incorruption. So what it means is that when you are raised, you are going to have a glorified body. And you will die no more. Oh, praise the Lord. Continue. It is sown in what? It is sown in just like a seed would have to rot before it sprouts again. And when it sprouts, it sprouts in beauty. It sprouts in glory. He says that it is raised in he said, it is sown in weakness. Oh, but it is raised in. It is sown a natural body. It is raised a. There is a natural body and there is a. Oh, tell the next person, I shall be raised up. In honor. In power. In glory. And in a spiritual body. 
So listen to me very carefully. As a matter of fact, you are tasting a bit of that before you go and taste the best. That is why when Christ raised from the dead, he didn't do any other miracle. The only miracle he did was to give them fishes. When they had gone back to fish, as an indication of a new call-up to the assignment he gave them that they put a stop to. Oh, praise the Lord. The rest of the miracles, the rest of the power, the rest of the honor, the rest of the glory was left for you. That is why Peter went to them and told them, you don't know the power that is in this Christ whom you defiled by nailing to the cross. But when Christ rose from the dead, he is seated at the right hand of the Father. And that is the same place we are also seated. And he said, listen to me, cripple man, I don't have money, but I have something. I have Jesus. And because of this Jesus I have, rise up. And he began to walk and began to shout and leap and praise the Lord. Ordinary men began to do extraordinary things. Because the one they are in union with rose in power, rose in honor, rose in glory, rose in a spiritual body. So everything that he did, they are replicating it. Listen to me. The reason why we don't see a lot of these is because we still don't trust who he has made us. We always look at the flesh and we actually regard the flesh more than the spirit. The day you begin to regard this, you will be a walking miracle. I tell you every time, the difference is your knowledge of him. And the more knowledge you have of him, the more knowledge you have of your. And next week, I'll start the Jesus culture. So you become that being and live it to the fullest. Oh, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let me take the last one. The last one. Christ will judge the world in righteousness. Praise the Lord. Christ will judge the world in righteousness. Acts 17, 30, 31. The times of ignorance. The times of ignorance God overlooked. But now he commands all people everywhere to repent. Because he has fixed the day 
on which he will judge the world in righteousness by a man whom he has appointed. Oh, praise the Lord. And of this he has given assurance to all by raising him from the dead. Praise the Lord. God raised Christ from the dead to assure all humankind that he has appointed only one. Because it is only one that was raised from the dead. And that is the assurance. They asked him actually that give us an assurance that you are the son of God. He said just like Jonah went into the belly of the, sh uh, of the fish for three days, so will I go and I'll be raised up. That is the sign I will give to you. So it is the sign that God gave to all humankind that Christ is the appointed one. Oh, praise the Lord. So actually, he was telling them right now that listen to me very carefully. There's only one appointed. If you receive Jesus as your Savior and Lord, you have escaped the judgment. Because he's going to judge the world in righteousness. And he said, by that man. And because you are in union with that man, you are righteous. Oh, praise the Lord. Are you getting the point? He has appointed. Mama, give me the next scripture. Romans 22, 12. Go and behold, I am coming quickly. My reward is with me to give to everyone. Oh, praise the Lord. And so you and I shall be giving rewards. Oh, praise the Lord. And I've told you that make sure that everything you are doing translates into what? Into what? If you are an engineer, you must be an engineer, and your engineer uh, profession should bring you what? Souls. Are you hearing me? Everything that you give as an engineer, the unbeliever colleague is also giving the same or more. So if that is what we are going to be judged by, then some unbelievers actually will get more reward than you. So the judgment is by Christ in righteousness. And when you have passed that, the work you did by winning souls into the kingdom is coming with rewards. So if you are, listen, if you are a believer and you don't win souls, your account is bankrupt. Listen, winning soul is a big thing. It's not a joke. It's a big thing for the believer. And how we joke with it, I don't know. That we enjoy coming to sit in church Sunday after Sunday. And we enjoy it. How you enjoy it, it amazes me up to now. It amazes me. You see, because... The whole thing now has become materialistic. I'm coming because I need a car. And you fast. If I raise a fast, 20 days fast right now, and I said it has to do with job, you see. You see how people will rush to fast for a car or to fast for a job. It doesn't bring any reward. God will not say, oh, you drove this kind of car. Take your reward. You wore this kind of perfume. Take your reward. You had a Bentley. 
and you built your house in Trasaku. So take your reward. Oh, really? Some Arabs have invented an amphibian plane. Yes. It's able to fly through water. When it gets on water, it will take another shape and another stage. And just, and just like a ship. When it's in the air, it's like an aircraft. When it lands on the sea, it will be like a ship. They are Arabs. So if that is how we're going to get reward, you see, we don't preach the gospel like we have to preach it. If that is what brings reward, then they are changing the course of the world. We pride ourselves with unnecessary things. I'm sorry. That is what we pride ourselves in and we feel good because the world makes us feel good. If you didn't tell anybody about Jesus, that is where you are failing. That's where you are failing. That's where you are failing. Don't just be walking around and feel good that you have something better, some clothes better than somebody, and that's what makes you feel good. Yeah. That, that's what makes us feel good. We feel cool, yeah. Yeah. We are there for them. You are sure? You are priding yourself in perishable goods. That you not even take away. As a matter of fact, the day you die, they will rush into your wardrobe. I know some. They have locked the, the, the place. The moment the man died, the elders came and locked the place. And put the key in his pocket. If you didn't know Christ, I'm sure you'll be there and ask, hey, is that the way life is? And you still can't do anything about it. If you don't know Jesus as your Savior and Lord, this is the opportunity for you. Receive Jesus. Grace, glorious grace. At the cross, you called it Thank you for listening to Grace Pills by Reverend Josh Lai, Lead Pastor, Caris Center International. We believe the word has begun a good work in you. May God's amazing grace lead you to a peaceful and joy-filled life. Caris Center International, living heaven on earth.